Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Zach and Jack on Gonzaga Nation, SI YouTube, Christian on the ones and twos. Rob Sacre is welcoming Sacre number four for this, this current offshoot of the Sacre family, number four of this generation into the world. He's understandably a little bit busy. So we upgraded to one Sean Slim Woodmer. Congrats, Rob. If we had to submit a, uh, a roster for tonight, Rob's name would say what, DNP kid? <laughs> uh, I think Rob would play. Well, obviously Rob... he's not here, so I'm just thinking, okay. Never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all duty for the joke. We'll keep on rolling there. We'll we don't issue out our game checks aren't as big as as what he was making in LA though. Do you remember when Popovich used to do DNP old oh, yeah, for Tim yes, Duncan? Or <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm over Popovich. You guys want a hot uh, take? I want a hot take, Jack. It's best coaching job yet this year. I'm out on Popovich. Best coaching. What? What are they? Eight games under 500. Yeah, they are more than that. I think he's going to get a number one pick. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think he's like 20 games under 500. Um, um, hey, real quick with Popovich, because now you've got me very irritated. Uh, all the players who get blamed for load management, Popovich never gets blamed for it, I feel like. It's always just LeBron and Kawhi. And Popovich started the whole thing. There Popovich was, Yeah, Popovich was doing it like 15 years ago with Tony Parker. Be mad at Popovich. Don't be mad at the guys who just did it because it's acceptable. There you go. There's my hot take for you, Rob. But we're ne we're never mad. We're never mad. Yeah, we're never mad at Popovich because he's edgy and he's so funny and he's the guy that just gets it. Um, I think he's an asshole. Like his his hating on the sideline reporters bit is just it's dumb. Answering yes no questions with yes or no. <laughs> Grow up, Pop. Um, Sean, what's going Hi, on, buddy. dude? I miss you. I miss seeing you. I know that you're big time down in the sunny world of California. It so. is sunny out right now. It is I sunny. Know. I know, and I know that all you do is lift weights and big and strong and swole patrol and all that stuff. But I, uh, I do miss you, and I'm so excited and nervous to be in the same conversation with Christian. Yeah, Christian, you guys have your your worlds have, I don't know, come close to touching, but this is the first true intersection. Yeah, look, look at look at Christian. I know people can't see his face right now for the most part. How disappointed is he? <laughs> Not disappointed at all. Was thinking about how this Jack Ferris connection in my life is growing uh, a lot of cross uh, pollination. Uh, I had <laughs> I, uh, I had Darnay Trip come up to me. Uh, yes. Ago. No. Hey, hey, I didn't know you were doing a podcast with Jack, and I'm like, wait, I barely Christian. know I'm doing a podcast with Jack. You you uh, know the Darnay Trip and Sean Slim Woodmer are mortal enemies. Wait, do no, you I didn't know that. No. Do you see Darnay a lot? No. No, 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 He's no. Down. It was his, it was like one of his like five high school events that he shows up to every year. Uh, Did you go to the same school as Darnay? They're both in San Diego. They're both on the high school sports scene in San Diego. Uh, no, he's the he's the 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 local news guy. Who, no, he's um, not. No, uh, <laughs> it covers it. He doesn't cover the. I'm on the high school scene. He's a local news guy that covers high school. Not kick saying, him, kick him in the shin so hard next time you see him. He's like thirteenth. Minimum on people that I would kick in the shins um, when I see them next, but deal. I love him so much. Uh, he's, there, he's my guy. He's my guy. I love Trip. Christian, there are three uh, media outlets, television wise, in Spokane. There's Krem, which is the CBS affiliate. There's KHQ, which is the NBC affiliate. And there's KXLY under the umbrella of which Sean Widmer works. 
question for you, Slim. Who in your 30 years of working in Spokane, <laughs> are we close to 30? Yeah. I started are we closer to five? I started my senior year of college. In 1995? 2005. 2005. Oh, okay. 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 So we're okay. And your two decades of working professionally in Spokane. 30 30 years. Wait, 2005 you started? Close enough. (laughs) In your three decades of working professionally in Spokane Media, have you had a closer friend coming out of Krem than Darnay Tripp? Oh, I mean, (laughs) Brenna Green? (laughs) <laughs> okay so darn a's 1a 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 travis cox 2 evan klosky 3 those are my creme guys there you have it i don't want to i don't want to hark too much on spokane because christian got mad at rob and i last week for talking hey, about no 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 no, no. not christian, mad. I'm in. just uh talking about routes from north spokane to downtown spokane which, which we need in order for that content to pay off we need to talk to rob next week and find out what route he actually wound up taking I got a text from my friend and I just, this is not, this is not a normal thing to get a text from my friend talking about the Black, podcast because it's like old news. You know what I mean? I got a text from my friend saying, ex- expressing to me how much he enjoyed the route conversation Fair in North Spokane. So there you go. You've got cool. the feedback from the, from the focus groups. Let's roll with it. Well, I got a text from my friend, Jack. What, what, said, did, are you gonna what jump did I say? On, it said, are you going to jump on the pod? I said, yeah, Jack, I'll be there. Uh, okay. Now that we've uh, gotten our pleasantries out of the way, you kind of started a shitstorm on this podcast, Slim. Oh no! Sorry, I'm not. I'm not supposed to swear the first five minutes on YouTube. I heard that's bad for the algorithm, right, Christian? At this point, I feel like us. Now we're gonna get culture to the to the algorithm is our vibe. So <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> we almost lost dozens of views there. It, um, works, it works terribly for the barstool gang. Okay, Slim. Do you remember opening up a little bit in such a way talking about Gonzaga that you normally don't do? Oh, no. I, this is when the, we came on the, on the episode. We, we talked about the state of the average fan in Spokane relating to the Zags. This I'm is sure right. I said, look, I, I feel like my life, I, I am overall pretty friendly dude. But I think, Jack, we've talked about this. I come across as the most hateful dude in Spokane. And I'm sure I said something that someone ran with that just buried me. I can't well, you. You artfully didn't put it on yourself. You put it on the average fan who you cross paths with at, you know, like, like meet and greets for the radio station and such. Okay. You said there's one concern that everybody has. This is, again, right around the loss to Baylor. It was, might have been the week after Baylor. Okay. I don't remember what I said. People come up to you and say a player's name with like a question mark after it. And it it was Julian Julian Strother. Strother. Julian Strother. Yeah. Can we replace that question mark with a a period or an exclamation mark? Or are we keeping it as a question mark? Oh, you really want me just to bit? You want me to go? I do. Because people don't realize this. Slim had me on his radio show, Christian, three weeks ago and bombarded me with anti- Julian stuff, and I had to stand behind it willingly. Yeah, and now it's it's kind of my turn. Are you even pro Julian now? You you. I'm no no no. Here's the thing. Neutral on Julian. I have said this in aggregate overall when averaging out everything that you've said. Yeah, yeah. Expectations are such that Julian is held to a different standard than other players on the on the team. Hundred percent. Well, for sure, Jack. For sure. 
He is. And Drew Timmy's really good at basketball. I don't know if you guys noticed Drew Timmy is pretty good. Julian Strother is, is by far the most talked about Gonzaga Bulldog in the 2022, 2023 season period. Because he's because underperforming. I, yeah. But sometimes he's, but sometimes he's not underperforming Jack. That's why he's talked about the most because he, you don't Julian will have a game that you're like, Oh my gosh, if this guy plays in the NCAA tournament like this, they're going to win. They're going to dominate games. Yeah, I would agree. But unfortunately Portland isn't going to make the NCAA tournament. So he's not going to have 40. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. You, and you hit me with, I, I will give you, I hate giving you credit, but you came in hard with really good stats. Uh, and you know, I love good stats and you had really good stats on, on Julian. Do you, do you see your son climbing on the couch behind yeah, you? He's just chilling, dude. Uh, we got a, we got it set up back here where it's kind of okay. like a jungle gym. Ask Sacre about how you do it with babies. That's obviously he's got another one. You just get to a point where you just let them rule the house. Like yeah, he, he's, he's moving, he's moving oh, around he, pretty good. He finds the remote control. He's got it right now. He's going to eat the remote control. I'm going to have to order another one off Amazon because that's how it works. Are you left-handed? No, I wish. Oh. All good you, shooters are left-handed. You strike me as a left-hander. Dude, just the I way want, you carry yourself. I wanted to be left-handed my entire life. I knew my buddies who were left-handed uh, uh, were all great three-point shooters, and I wanted to be a great three-point shooter. And I was—I tried to be left-handed for an entire summer when I was young. Didn't work. Uh, I did the <laughs> well, thing, like the Michael Jordan thing that I always tell you. Oh man, Michael Jordan would like brush his teeth left-handed. He'd use his silverware left-handed. He'd do all this stuff left-handed, and now he's ambidextrous. And then you really never saw MJ shooting any lefty threes. No, absolutely not. Maybe he's just a little more comfortable, but shooting is completely different than dribbling. Okay. Ju- I, I don't want I don't want to, I'm not looking to stir pot. I didn't know I stirred the pot with the Julian stuff. I don't know. You, maybe you didn't, but you inspired me to just move more into the expecting more and being vocal about a camp when it comes to Julian. But I think that's fair because I, I do believe he is the most talked about player on the team. I don't think that that is, I don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, you're, side of it was a negative side of it that's not everyone's side of it being negative but it he is talked about a lot i think that's fair i think that it's fair to give a little i mean if you're going to dive into the team and talk about the team it's not like you're just going to talk about all the positives right that's kind of boring no absolutely not and again like no one is a this is going to sound like i'm totally talking out of my ass no one's a bigger julian fan than me i just have huge <laughs> one year old and jerked his head around when he heard you say that like <laughs> that dude lied so easily right there Don't i'm just frustrated okay i'm no one miles I, level mental gymnastics but i can see where jack is coming you from. know what i'm saying christian um, okay i am oh, okay let me let me refer you're the, you're, you're the you're the overbearing mother uh in in uh in cool runnings who uh, yells to the room shut up shut up my boy is on tv uh, yeah, no, yeah yeah that's that's you every time the julian strother's out there because you want the whole room to see that like this guy could be that guy but in doing so when you clear out the room to be quiet to watch at him with all of your passion you know sometimes he misses the shot and it verges very quickly into anger so like you love him with this intense burning passion. That's also a little bit of hatred. That's also some disappointment and some love and some, it's a little bit of everything, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the verbally abusive dad. Man. Yeah. Oh, so you're like Tim McGraw from Friday. Exactly. Night. A verbally abusive dad with a not so little drinking problem. Okay, cool. Um, That's I, I don't root against Julian during the games. I, when, when he shoots, it's not like I'm praying. He goes Oh, for four. I do not want him to go Oh, for four, two for 10 from the field. 
oh, by the way, that was his stat line Saturday night at home against St. Mary's with college game day there. Um, if he plays great, you said it, Sean, sky's the limit. I, I know. We're one of the top three teams in the nation, but especially Jack, this year with everyone sucking. Okay, so so this is not a first-time thing with Gonzaga, though, and this is where I worry about how everyone deals with Julian because I do think he's taken a bit of a beating, and and maybe some of it, like you said, that stat line wasn't great Saturday night. It wasn't great. I mean, there's yeah, but but, it, but it's it's I, there's deodorant. Sorry, Sean. Personally, de- I think <laughs> per, personally I think that that uh, Julian might have moved in the zone. Did you watch that zone, that full that full press, full court press? Yeah. Where they moved Anton from the front and they put Julian there. And part of me was thinking, I wonder if they're just trying to get him motivated to like move. Like you got to move a little bit, bud. Like he gets a little bit of that. But I think we've had this before. I think we've had this a lot throughout the history of Gonzaga, where we look at a player and go, man, if he shows up. We're about to be lights out. Like I hate to put you on the spot. I hate to put you on the spot, but can you give me an example of one of those players? Blake Step. Blake Step. Oh, Blake Step was. I was in high school. I wasn't a Zag fan. Blake Step was was like the greatest Zag. You ask, you know, ask those old Zags. Blake Step is the man. Blake Step is one of the greatest players to ever play basketball, Gonzaga. But I mean, look at the tournament stats. They weren't there, and so he immediately became the talked about guy around Spokane where you'd get into like the zag boards at the time. And I always felt so bad for Blake because Blake was a good dude and just getting drug through the mud on the zag boards. Yeah. And maybe this is, maybe I'm being too hard on him because of this, because it's just the era we live in. But first of all, offline, few was not shy about saying Julian was going to be our, like the offense is going to flow through Julian preseason coming into the season. I don't know if that was like Jedi mind tricks to, try to motivate Julian or what that was if if you actually believed it that's one thing that's one part of it why expectations are so high another is Instagram man social media like it's yeah. it's definitely it's tailed off the last couple of months now after you know a couple of like over performances but like summer into fall he was pumping himself up which is great and I totally I don't default him for, I don't I don't behoove him behoove him do you think I know what that means? I, even if it's right, do you think I know what it means? I don't. I don't disapprove of him doing that. I don't think that makes him a bad guy. Like that's just what you got to do nowadays for your brand. But if you back it up with like disappearing in big game performances, uh, it doesn't look great. Okay, I, I have a question for you and Christian because I think this is a tough thing. You guys are doing a Gonzaga podcast about college athletics. And this is one of the hardest things in my many years of doing sports radio here in Spokane. And there's a lot of college teams to cover, right? Jack, you know this. The, we don't have a pro team here, so it's like Gonzaga, Washington State, Eastern sure. Washington, all these college kids. It's really difficult to, to talk poorly in any way about a kid who's in college on a college team. I feel like it gets frowned on like crazy. The second they're in the pros, it's all, you know, all bets are off. I know that's tough. Have you felt like it's different now that these kids are making money? Yeah, one hundred thousand percent. It's also different just from like ten years ago. Like, yeah, the Zags have always been a big deal, but just like in the last five years, you've seen this, Sean. They've gone from like big deals in Spokane to big deals coast to coast. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not just it's not just the marquee. It's not just them rolling into the marquee. Right. Ten years ago, being famous, it's uh, it's everywhere. You're absolutely right about that. Right. So with the good comes the bad. Um you know, great power, great responsibility, all that business. So 
I, I do think it's been much easier to be critical of a college basketball player. I would never be critical of an Eastern Washington basketball player because they don't get the same kind of hype. Uh, even though I did text Slim two nights Dude. ago, I said Eastern Washington at home senior night against Montana State. Eastern Washington minus two hundred bucks. Like or love? This is you my lock lock of the year. I would have told you it's my lock of the year. You know what his reply was, Christian? He said, I don't like it. I love it. Final score, Montana State 79, Eastern Washington 74. And it should have been a lot worse than that. They were down like 18 at one point. Eastern got their teeth kicked in right off the bat and then couldn't rally. They just started off so bad. They're so good. Eastern's so good for a big sky school. They're so, so good, good for a big guy. They just got smoked at home by the Montana State Bobcats. They lost by five points, Jack. Five in a game. In a game. <laughs> the text went on. I'm not going to read it, but I'll read it. Slim went on to say, Montana State is the two seed. Eastern Washington is the one seed. And so I was like, Montana State has nothing to play for? Question mark. Slim says exactly. They didn't. The, the, the big sky pride. up. There's Bobcat Pride was on the line big time. It's Cheney. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. Julian, I just want to get this record straight here as we enter the WCC tournament. No one is rooting harder for Julian than me. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Julian's family. I would I would love to eat my words if he drops 40 in the next what eight games and we win a national championship. I just yeah, I've been disappointed this season. And if you look at his stats, they're great. But like I said, he beats up on the, the lower level competition and just kind of floats around during the tough games. That's my I I, I want to talk about other stuff. Lynn, do you have anything else? I I have my one other thing would be I understand the conversation around town and around Gonzaga Nation about Julian. I think your point was fair about him and social media and how all that looks. I don't think he should be alone though. And maybe he's not, but I don't think he should be alone in the discussion of underperforming. Yeah. Fair. Uh, you know, I think that is, I, I think that if you put that burden on his shoulders and his shoulders alone, I think you're a very oblivious to what's going on with that team. I'm not saying there are people who are just blaming Julian, but if you are, you're oblivious to a lot of other things and you're missing a lot of holes in that team. So, so, so who else do you want to speak ill of? I just, I think the guards are, I mean, I just think the guards, if you look at the guards, yeah. I just think in general, yeah. I mean, Christian, come on. You are not, you, you didn't grow up a Gonzaga guy, right? Nope. He's a, he's a Syracuse guy. Quite the antithesis. I, I grew up a UCLA fan. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Congratulations on that. Who's your favorite UCLA Bruin of all time? Jordan Farmer. Okay, really? That's what we're going to do? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, that's the that's of my teams of my youth. I, yeah, I, that's a loaded right question. Am I supposed to say Bill Walton just because he's Bill Walton? No, like, no, you're supposed uh, to say Kevin Love. Oh, no. Russell Westbrook, Darren Collison. I, 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 I view none of my contemporaries as as superstars. Because you uh, never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes, Christian. Yeah, I well, Yeah, because they just didn't do anything in the postseason. Like we. Okay. Yeah. So well, how about two Final Fours? But okay, you were asking. You were asking about not growing up a Gonzaga guy. Yeah, and so you watch. You watch Gonzaga now as someone who talks about them, and you didn't grow up through like all the years of. Of of getting excited about this team and them getting better in, in the postseason, you kind of enter in as a guy who has always known Gonzaga as a Sweet Sixteen team and beyond. Yes. Do you think this they're all, all the guards are underperforming? Like, what is your what was your take on that? I think that this is a mixture of under. I I think that this is mostly underperforming, but it also does seem like the bar has become set very high for a school that is ultimately very small. 
and doesn't have the ability to always get a one and done type chet every single year that yeah like eventually the talent pool was going to maybe have a year or two where it runs a little bit drier than others and it is underperforming and i think there was maybe some hope that timmy could find an extra gear in the off season and kind of close that gap between where he was in his nba evaluation process and where he wanted to be that had, either hasn't happened or teams have just been able to isolate him and guard him really well and slow him down a little bit. So yeah, I think aggregate across the board, I very fair to say underperforming, but I do also think that maybe um, the average level of play at Gonzaga is held pretty high by the, by the fandom, which That's I think is fair. good. Uh, but it, I, it makes it, it makes it for people like Jack hard emotionally to swallow. When you see that one 40 point game, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Why can't we get that every game this year? We're used to getting that every game. We always have that every game this year. And now it's a, it's a bit of a roller coaster where we literally have podcasts labeled Jack is all the way out on Gonzaga basketball this season. And then Jack's back in on Gonzaga basketball and then Jack's back out. Like it, it's, it's a year where I think both ends are, uh, having to meet in the middle that said the 2022-2023 Gonzaga basketball team will wrap up the season 26 and 5 assuming we can collect the win versus Chicago State tonight that is the lock is the the second most lock of the century is the hoping we can handle business tonight senior night against Chicago State Uh, losses five losses five Five losses could easily be could he could very easily be three losses could very easily be seven losses. So no, you know, seven. wouldn't have ever been seven. Wouldn't have ever been seven. Nope. Okay. He's not going to let you lose seven. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Anyway, twenty six and five, the number ten team in the nation as we wrap up the regular season. Any literally any year before twenty seven twenty sixteen, Zach fans would have taken this a hundred times out of a hundred. Yes. Um, so it is silly when you take a step back to hear me complaining for 20 minutes about how we're underachieving. We're probably going to be a three seed. And if we had played the teams we played in the preseason seven years ago, <laughs> fans would have been like, what? Who are playing who? Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. What right. Right. Are you right. Talking about you know, My, Alabama. What? God, how, I mean, what a tremendous win in Birmingham over Alabama. That was, you it's only the- played those games. If you were in the Maui invitational or some kind of preseason, yeah. tournament. that's the only time you played these kind of games as a Zag fan. Now it's just like, well, we'll just show up and roll the ball out. Cause that's what we do. Killer win. Um, Alabama. Speaking of rolling the ball out slim, how do you feel about the current state of affairs in college basketball? Christian was talking about it earlier. We're, we're dealing now with the fallout of the one and dones that it's been around for what, like a 13, 14 years. You see it, Kentucky gets burnt by it. If you have one year, no no big guys, Duke a couple of times, obviously North Carolina, you see these blue buds kind of take a year off. We've avoided it so far, although we've only been grabbing those big time one of dones for the last, we're getting way too serious on this podcast, which I don't like, but. I'm not used to it. I do want to get this question out of the way. Like or love college basketball this season on March 1st, 2023? Hmm. I, I like it. I like it. I do. I, I mean, I watch my wife would say, I love it. My life would say that it's, I love it more than I love my family at times because it's on a lot in my house. Uh, I like it. I, I will, I will tell you, it is weird to me. And this is old man sits on his porch and, and yells at the kids in the clouds and all those things that people say about old people like me. I get worried with the NIL 
not about the kids getting paid. I get worried about college losing. It's a little bit of it's the players and the city and that connection. Drew Timmy is not a Spokane guy. Drew Timmy's a national guy. Uh, and he is he is national because he is because NIL has made him national. And you know, Jay Walker, Jay, we, what Walker's furniture is on the phone. Okay, I totally in Northern Quest and Northern Quest. I I understand he's there also. He's definitely there also, but come on. Drew Timmy is is he's he's bigger than that. Uh, you, you, you got to remember, I grew up through the time in media where it was super cool for the Zags to come in studio for our morning show. And that's yeah. how Spokane got to meet guys and they met them on such a local level and they felt so much more local than they do now. And they had this tie into Spokane. And I think we're losing a little bit of that. I think I know things about players I shouldn't know about because I see them on commercials and I hear them on, you know, national shows that they're getting paid to be on and getting appearance fees for. So they're more readily available for stuff like that. And I do worry about that moving forward, that you're going to lose a little bit of that college feeling for these guys as they become more professional-like in how they're portrayed. If that, if that makes absolutely any sense to you. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I think, yeah, I think you nailed it. We'll never Change. have another zag. I don't think we'll ever have another zag on the morning show. I don't think another zag will ever come in studio because I think the second we say, Hey, Anton, you want to come in studio? He'll say, well, how much are you going to pay me? And I'll be like, for yeah, sure. that's not going to happen. I get it. And I and yeah, it's not their fault. That's not their fault. That's I would just, be the same. Yeah, if I was yeah, Anton, yeah. I'd be like, dude, if you're not paying me. I'm not getting up at seven o'clock to roll into yeah. your radio station. Are you serious, bro? I'd yeah. be exact same. I get it. And to reach out to the public, Anton just has to click live on Instagram and he can talk to like a thousand people. That's it. Um, but that's old man me. That's totally, I understand that's old man me with my outlook on how college basketball is going. You also know I'm an NBA guy. So as they start to get close to feeling like professionals, I'm like, well, there's better professionals. It's Damian Lillard. Will the Zags reach 30 wins this year? Yeah, they're going to win the national championship. Okay. <laughs> because this is the year, right? That's, hey. how this works. That's how the story works. It's like the year that everyone decides we're going to just – Let's have not serious. We're going to pull our pants down and poop right on top of the bulldog. That's the year that Mark Few goes, or I got an idea. I'll win the whole dang thing and remind every single one of you in every interview in April that you pooped on my players. And then, and he'll probably text you, which would be the greatest text of all time. Yeah. Well, right now it's a one-way text relationship between me and, and coach Few. He'll change so it. In I'd April. love, I'd, I'd, I'd love like an exclamation or, or a, a thumbs up on a text. I hope um, he sends you one finger. That would make me <laughs> most happy. I would reply, thanks for listening. Um, so the budget for getting Zag players on the Jane Kevin show is low or not there at all? Not not there at all. Not there okay. at all. It would be that we wouldn't do that. Although I, I would cut out some money. Like if Joe Few wanted to be our NIL player, I would do that. But we would never have the budget to do, you know, a big name like an Anton, a Julian, a, a Rashir. We wouldn't have the money for that. Rob and I looked into getting Marty Olauskas on the podcast last year yeah. and paying him like X amount. But the international players, there's still like gray area for them getting paid because they're here on a visa. Or oh like yeah, that. because uh, who is the who? who uh, I never know how to say his name from Kentucky. Oshigwe. Or, yeah, um, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. When Same he went story. to the Bahamas, the second yeah. he got off the plane, they started paying him because he was home, and they're like, okay, exactly. well, you can make your money for the entire season. Right now, I, I, I want to get Joe Few. I see Joe at a grocery store down the street all the time. And I want to tell him every time I'm there, like, dude, if I just pick up your 
Cheetos or flaming hot Cheetos. Like, <laughs> will you will you come on the show every now and then, please, buddy? And he'd be like, No, dude, because I can go make a hundred bucks an appearance somewhere else. I mean, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so if the budget's not there for appearances in the morning, is the budget there to send you guys to the tournament? I don't think we're doing it this year. I think there there is actually some scheduling stuff that we have going on that is actually related to the radio station that's going to keep us from it. But I believe we'll be back to that in what the RV is it RV season. Uh, it's not RV season. It's actually we actually have some country music stuff we're dealing with. Oh, uh, this month. yeah, man. Dude, that so, reminds me. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's, it. that's why we're no, that's why we're not. I, I love interrupting. So feel free to do it back. Um, for the Zags to get to 30 wins this season, for those of you keeping score at home, they need to beat Chicago State tonight, assuming they've done that. So let's get to 26. They need to win in the semifinals Monday night in Vegas. Then they need to beat St. Mary's in the finals Tuesday night. That would get them to 28. Then they need to get to the Sweet 16. So you get to the Sweet 16, that'll be the, what, eighth consecutive year they make the Sweet, Sweet 16? Sweet 16 is a Which big is, deal this year. That's yes. a big deal this year. So back what you were saying about Gonzaga fans and media defecating on Spike outside of the McCarthy Athletic Center. There was that was seven years ago, 2015, 2016 team, maybe my favorite ever March being a Zag fan because we had to win the WCC tournament to get in. And then they just hooped big time on Utah. Yucca Pertle, ever heard of them? Sabonis is coming out party. And then we actually in the Sweet 16. Blew it against Christian's Syracuse Orange. Do you remember that game, Christian? Were you in like eighth grade for that one? 2016. This is before – oh, you're, you're on mute. And this is before your coach killed a guy. Yeah. Oh. I mean, oh, wow. Bam's, I made mean, a couple, Bam's made a couple mistakes in the last decade or so. Um, <laughs> that definitely ranks off there, but I don't – like he, he, him and OJ, same legal status in the public's eyes. They are innocent. No charges uh, ended up sticking on either of those situations. Uh, the 2016, no, I was already done with grad school at that point. Okay. Oh, you wait. Way to sneak in the fact that you're a post-grad guy. Would you go to law school? B the school? Amount, the amount of school? flexing happening on went this to, podcast. I went, journal, I went to journalism school there. Of course you. That's why you have a voice like you do. Uh, law law school there though is is uh, is not is not the it, law school is the, the the one up there because Biden went there. So now law school has become the you're there to get into. Um, Deep fake Biden or real Biden? Real Biden. Uh, it's it's really? actually called the Joe Biden School of Law at Syracuse mm. University. Oh, is it really? Yes. Gonzaga huh. needs to deep fake Biden at their law school and steal that. What's our biggest? What's our most highest esteemed law school graduate. I have one in my head. I don't it's, think she's the biggest. Oh, Tony Hazel. What about Christine Gregoire? I don't know who that is. She was the what former Judge Judy. <laughs> Wait, Judge Judy went to no. No, but what about her? She's pretty awesome, right? Judge Judy's from Spokane? No, she's not at all. I'm just saying, what about her? Like she's yeah, cool. what about her is right. Um all right. who I was gonna go through I was, I know time is of the essence. I was going to go through like greatest moment, greatest game, most improved, biggest surprise, but we don't have to do that. I think do you remember we, when Wesley Johnson dropped like 30 some points against Gonzaga and Buffalo. That was not that, my favorite Syracuse. That game. was 2009. We beat Florida state in the eight, nine matchup. 
and then we felt good about going up against number one. Was it was Christmas was on that Rout- team? Christmas. Routen. What was his name? Routen's first name. Anthony Routen, something like that. I don't know. And then it was like, oh, who's going to beat the Syracuse team? And then um, Butler did it the next game. Butler yeah. went all, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Remember when, was, remember when Butler was so awesome because they were this mid-major school who was so good and they're going to be good forever? And now I don't even know if they have a basketball team. I, got <laughs> dad up. I know it goes, it goes to show how far college, how valuable college coaches are, especially at that level. Yeah. It goes to show how good Gonzaga is. Okay, Jack, tell me something really awesome right now. Something really awesome. I just got a textual image of Rob Sacre's child. Can you see it? Can you see the child? Oh, there we go. There we oh, go. Oh, 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 oh. How's that for really awesome? Hey, hey, Rob. He also sent me the same picture. Oh, wait. When did you get that one? I got that today at 11 o'clock. Oh, damn it. You got it like three hours before I did. I've got kids. That's a, that's a dad. That's a dad connect. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, I went and saw all five. Academy Award short docu Academy Award nominated short documentaries last night, Slim. Wait, okay, hang that's, on. That's yeah, called the that's saw, called yeah. the not yeah that's the non dad life that I yeah, live. You saw not the not the best picture. You saw a ca- what category? Category during commercials. What was it? Academy Award nominated short documentaries. Is, okay, is that what the where the Kobe one was that one year? That would have been animated short that's animated short that's different okay so but yes any along sports, those lines any sports ones or anything that you think i would actually appreciate there's one about a couple who raises two elephants in south india that's actually in uh that's on netflix there's one about walruses falling off the face of the earth that one's sad oh, oh there's actually one it was one of my favorites there's one about a guy who starting at two years old interviews his daughter on her birthday all the way up until she's 18 i can't watch those you will cry 100 percent, you will cry i can't watch those christian do you have kids nope okay do you like kids yes are you like our kid okay so kids aren't like your julian strother no um still what is your Ju- what's your julian strother slim um your kids? christmas <laughs> you said it uh my Julian Strother, gosh, what am I not liking right now? I'm not liking the phrase. I'm not liking a lot of phrases. Phrases have kind of been my thing lately that I'm just, I hate phrases. Like the one, it's the thought that counts. We talked about this on the on the radio show. That's not a new phrase. But what a dumb thing. Like I'm against, my thing I hate is all these people who say like, oh, living the dream. And it's the thought that counts. And all of those things, I'm over them. And we just need to bury them with so the dad that started Julian them. Julian Strother is basic white women. Yeah, and all oh, men and the men that work at my my office who just every time you see them have one of those dumb comments and it's like, dude, it's the thought that counts. No, it's not. It never give me one situation where the thought is the thought that counts is real. Give me one. There's not one. You seen uh you seen office space? Oh yes. Ever have anybody ask you if they got a case of the Mondays? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. No, I believe you'd get your ass kicked for saying something like that. <laughs> you know what I don't like. And I haven't liked for quite some time. I love that for you. Love that for you. I love that for you. That's like condescending. It's like, I love, I don't love that, but that for you makes sense. Oh, it is. So I'm kind of anti-phrases. I'm ready for phrases to go away. And we just talk to each other, you know, like normal humans on Zoom. 
Um, does everybody go into the office now at KXLY? Yeah, everyone's in the office, so that's kind of fun. It's fun to see faces. It's fun to see a couple faces, and it's really annoying to see a lot of them. <laughs> How many billboards right now over under three and a half in Eastern Washington, North Idaho, have your face on them? I think zero. I think oh, we're no! Due. I think we're due for a couple. I think it's coming up. That's very funny you brought that up. Um, I need to lose like 20 pounds before we take pictures for the next billboard. Though. Will you will you go hat or no hat? Because I feel like the last round of billboards in Spokane, Sean Widmer had hair. I, I uh, no, I we did a run where I had just shaved my head. And, oh, okay. Um, but I you. think I'm gonna go backwards hat like a real turd on the next one. I know you're wearing your hat backwards, but Jack, I said you know I wear my hat backwards ninety percent of the time, and I get ripped for it all the time at work. People are like, you're supposed to be professional, and I just, I'm thinking. I just played fart sound effects on the radio for four hours and you came up to me and you're like, dude, you are wearing your hat backwards. You're supposed to be professional. We had a guy come in today and he did an interview and he didn't put headphones on and I'm 41 and this guy is, we're doing a radiothon right now and he is the lead sponsor. Like this is a great dude doing great things. He didn't put headphones on so he couldn't hear what I was doing in my studio. And I sat there hovering over the fart sound effect buttons that I have for 10 minutes though. I don't hear one word. He said, I just sitting there going, oh, this is the, this is the guy in the middle of a radiothon, like a cancer raising radiothon, anti-cancer. Let's raise money. Let's do this. This man's talking. He made a big donation. I'm sitting there with my finger on a button that says juicy fart. That's exactly <laughs> how it's labeled on my computer. And I want to push it for 10 minutes. Don't listen to one word. And they are like, put your hat forwards, young man. You need to be more professional. Uh, I don't know about that. Is it that week? Is it, uh, is it Saint Jude? Yeah. St. Jude week. Oh no. I used to hate that yes, week on your show. And when you have kids, it's like, even when it gets worse, I'm like, and one of them that's like, Oh, and this is the story about young Olivia, which is my daughter's name. And then it's the worst story you've ever heard. And I'm like, <laughs> how am I supposed to talk right now? I totally understand like the bleeding heart. Like that's how you get people to pay money, yeah. but you have to break that up somehow with some comedy here and there. Yeah, when the hard part, and that's all I do, and I get in trouble for it every year. I know I'm going to get emails about it today, but when you're running, when you're listening, you only have to listen for like five minutes, and then you can turn it off. I've yeah, been for six hours, and yeah. so for me to leave work and actually be a, a human being who can come home and, and be normal, I have to be have the juicy fart button open on my computer. Which, Christian, this is why I did. I didn't go to Syracuse. Can I? I think they didn't have that button in the Syracuse and the beautiful Syracuse. Uh... Depended on which classes you were enrolled in. No, not in the more distinguished journalistic integrity side of the build, but building. Right. But yeah, down in the basement. In the Andrew Siciliano wing of no, 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 no. the Dick Clark wing. Um, down. Oh, wait, the, is he, oh, is he the biggest name who went through Syracuse in media? So the 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 sort of trick that Syracuse does is they have a lot of people that went there, but then by like sophomore or junior year already had tv gigs right and so like dick clark bob costas Tarico. none of them really graduated actually so, so they, you're like the kentucky of broadcasting yeah ah um Tarico did end up graduating emeritusly type thing but yeah it was uh yeah it, it it was interesting discovering the oh that's why it doesn't say they're alumni you know on any of the it's just that you know they went here is the loosest legal terms they can use for some of these people. But yeah, they come back and donate tons of money. Christian, can I bump? Let us, can let I, us go ahead. A little bit. 
Christian, ahead, before, before I get sent off by Jack, and I know you guys have like a tight schedule for your podcast and you're like hard professional, hard, we got hard network outs and all that stuff. Yeah, I get, I get you. Yeah. Christian, what do you like? What do you like outside of basketball? What do you like outside of basketball and dick out? Uh, just like in general. Uh, yeah, what do you I, like? I, what makes you tick and what makes you talk? Uh, I, I am a huge college basketball person. Yeah, I have three or four teams, so it does occupy a fair amount of my time. So this authentically is who I am covering college basketball. But uh, outside of that, I'm a pretty big sports person across the board. It's how I, I make this my is... living. Um, I'm a dog person. Um, I go everywhere with my dog, do a bunch of outdoorsy stuff on the weekends. Um, I'm married to an elementary school teacher, so... I uh, get involved in a fair amount of arts and crafts over the weekend and grades and stuff wow. like that. I don't know, man. I have a pretty boring life. I How thought tall? that was pretty good. How tall are you, Christian? I am 5'11", but uh, the senior year, they listed me as six foot on the roster. So I will take that technically. I always thought you were taller. Uh, Slim's like 6'8". Yeah, no, I'm the least basketball gifted out of anybody involved in all of this operation. Um, no, but you got a great look. I'd pick you quick if it was open <laughs> for the hair alone. I'd pick you quick. Okay, so so it'd be it's a dog. You like like I'm just trying to think what you do because you guys do a lot of college basketball. Look at the dog is in the studio. The studio Christian studio is beautiful. It really is. Of course it is. It looks great. I just like to know what makes people tick outside of the outside of the hoops thing because I think every now and then you need to reset your brain and get away from the basketball world so you can enjoy it. Yeah, so for me, though, sports across the board has developed into cold, hard cynicism. And this is sort of my like, it's going to both age me and be my outlet in life. None of my teams are particularly successful ever. Um, and, you know, I, I live and die by it. As a, as a as a baseball fan, I like the Padres. So I, I like the illegitimate stepchild of the NL West that we always talk a bunch of shit. Then we get beat by the Dodgers or Giants every year. Um, NBA, I don't really have a team other than growing up anti-Lakers just because of their proximity to the Dodgers. Um, NFL, I'm a, I was an ex-Charger fan, so I've been burned on that. Like, none of it has gone right for me ever. So, yeah, that that is my, uh, I guess I have an addictive, uh, self-loathing personality when it comes to my sports fandom. Okay, I'm going to push pause on the uh, slim Christian speed dating. I'm sorry, segment. I was going to ask you next. No, 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 it's good. I do, something did pick my interest, though. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this in a while. Christian, power rankings. San Diego State basketball, Syracuse basketball, UCLA basketball, Gonzaga basketball, go. Gonzaga basketball, number one. Um, really? Just because we're – Because none of the other schools pay me to cover them. Um, um, well, uh, no, uh, UCLA, Syracuse, Gonzaga, numero uno, uh, SDSU below it because I never actually attended there. You guys want me to bum you out about Syracuse broadcasters? Always. Have you ever done a deep dive into Mike Tirico's background? No, he kind of got the John Morant thing. There's a little bit of Me Too before two stuff going on there. Nothing so not crazy, but kind of creepy um, with interns and such. He also doesn't identify as African-American. Do you know that? Really? Yeah, he's Italian, according to him. Tari- I make Tariko make sense. It sounds like an Italian the name. Nick, sure. Yeah. yeah it ends in a vowel. That. Yeah. 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 He's um, like, yeah. He's like the Mario of Syracuse. He's like the Mario and Luigi of Syracuse. I've always thought that about him. How juiced are you for the Mario movie? Uh, 10 out of 10. 10 okay. out of 10. So excited. Okay. Like, that's like day one. I'll be there day one. My daughter and I will be. Are you going to dress up? 
It's no, I wish it's no longer going to be releasing on Friday. I believe it releases on Wednesday. They just pushed it up two days. Christian, I'm into this stuff, man. I'm into oh. the video game stuff. How do you not dress Olivia up as Peach? That'd be adorable. She would want to go as Luigi or she, oh, really? as he, she calls him uh, Genie, Genie. Just so long Every as she doesn't season. pick like Waluigi or some sort of fringe character like that. I think. Yeah. 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 She'll, she'll be good. Jack, can you, can I do some power rankings for you right now? Yeah, please. Um, Rob. Dickow Christian. Oh, that's not fair, but gosh, uh, Rob never made it to the NBA. Like that's no, this is about human. This is about as a human Rob Christian Dickow, Rob Christian Dickow. I work with Rob all the time. I work with Christian very often. Dickow never comes on our pod and never invites me on his pod. That's a fact. And Christian does Christian. What if you had to do the same one, but you had to replace yourself with Jack? Uh, uh, raw for <laughs> consistency's sake. Uh, Jack. Yeah, Dickow. there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I also think Dick. I would rank all of us collectively. La- he's very content in his own little world. Uh, he's got his seven kids. He's got plenty to do. I, I, yeah. I. He helicopters in and out for his segments. He's a hard worker, but he's got a million things going on all the time. Did you go? Did were you there at six a.m. for the uh, college game day? No, I, I, I was not my, I've got, I've got two little kids. My wife was out of town. So it was just me and the kids. And I was not feeling like waking the little man up just so I could drag him down to Gonzaga where it was cold. I did think it looked awesome though. I thought they did a really good job with that. And, it's, and from all accounts, from people who went, it was rad. Are you over the Sean Farnham flatbread pizza bubble? I was over it the first time he said it. I agree. The flatbread pizza is fine. For those no, of us even, lucky enough to have been there, it's, it's not, fine. It's not, what, it's not fine. You think it's bad? Jack, have you been to Spokane recently? Do you want to know how many good pizzas? I know pizza and flatbread. Oh, 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 okay. Like, we're, so, so we're, okay we okay. have hung our hat in Spokane now on Davenport's flatbread. Hang your hat on the Davenport being the greatest hotel. Davenport's great. The Towers, the Towers specifically. I'll, I'll take the tower mm-hmm. over, over historic. No, the Grand's pretty good, man. The Davenport properties are phenomenal. You're not going to find better hotels. You might not find better hotels in America. They're amazing. That's where Sean Farnham should have hung his hat. But now when people come to Spokane, they're like, did you hear they have good pizza at the Davenport? <laughs> yeah, flatbread at a bar. Oh, my gosh. The pizza. We have so many pizza places in town that have actually amazing pizzas that are just getting crushed because Farnham once was like, oh, I know Rachel or whatever girl he was weirdly mentioning too much. On broadcasts, weirdly, like weirdly putting names out there about the person working at the Davenport. That was, I don't know, man. Well, Farnham, I'll say this. Farnham is great. He's, he's always, he's been very good with his time on this podcast as well. And he's been able to parlay the flatbread Davenport thing into a good cause. That's all well and good, but I couldn't agree more. It's also important to distinguish flatbread from pizza i think they're two different things that's a good point and i actually think farnham is one of my favorite people who covers college basketball he does, he, he, the guy cares and and the very, first, very first time i met him i had a little moment he was hosting a radio show afternoon radio show with um oh my gosh um i don't i remember the guy's name he's on he does nfl games he's a sideline chris myers chris myers mm-hmm. And Chris Myers was so I did not enjoy Chris Myers at all. But Sean Farnham was so good on the radio. I listened to this show just because of Farnham. Like he was, he was so good. He was counterattacking a terrible host. And I met him for the first time. He came to Gonzaga, and I was like, I gotta go tell him. And I don't even remember the words I said, but they weren't English. 
And this was in the media room where you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. Christian I knows tripped, that. He went to Syracuse. I like, dude, I tripped all over it. I, he liked me, looked at me like, what are you doing? Like, looked at my credential, looked at Barrett Henderson. Like, why is this guy back here? Is he supposed to be here? And I just remember thinking, dude, because you are really legendary to me as a radio guy. And I could not convey that to him at all. But he, he's, he's, he's solid. You can't fake energy, and he's got great energy. You can't really teach energy. He's got great energy. Remember Bardo, Stephen Bardo and Terry Gannon? Yeah. Yep. I remember when Bardo was replaced with Farnham being very disappointed. Really? We went from, we went from Bardo's best in the West to Farnham five. And I was like, yeah. who is this Yahoo trying to like steal Bardo's bits? Farnham mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I, I'm so, good. I'm so, and I, 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 credit to ESPN. I won't give them credit for a lot of things. They know what they're doing in assigning West Coast announcers to West Coast teams and getting us used to a Farnham. Um, that is credit to the programmers, credit to the talent managers at ESPN. I don't think they get a lot of shouts, but they I'm get one lo- there for me. I'm looking at Christian's face, and he is going, how do I attach a better podcast to this episode? No, I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to, I'm look. I'm, I've been keeping a mental track or not. A, I've been typing up the, the sort of rundown tracking our topics and it's gone from kicking Darnay trip in the shins to uh, speed dating to hatred of Julian Strong. Like it's going to be a hell. No, of a hatred's thing. a strong okay. word. You know hatred's what, a strong word. Love. I'm sorry, love. I love, but in, in quote is hatred. Um, no, I, I knew I need to stand up for this hate. We give hate a bad name. Hate needs to be a word we use. Hate needs to be in English. You just need to hate responsibly. Hate, hate responsibly. responsibly. You have to. Like, if you hate like a knucklehead, yeah, then you're dumb, but you're probably a knucklehead in a lot of things. Somehow but, hate responsibly could toe the line of like, that could be a great t-shirt and slogan to kind of troll people with on the internet. I like that. I, I, I've i never heard that before. I'm, yeah, I'm hate responsibly. Like, do you, do you guys like the bad things that have, like, there's some really bad things that have happened in the world and we should, probably should hate them. We shouldn't hate, you know, the dude next door who, did something that just like peeved you off a little bit. He like put his fence one inch over the property line. You're like, I hate him. Maybe that's not hating responsibly, but we need to hate responsibly. Don't lose the word. I, I want to, can I finish your podcast off with something? Well, no, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's keep it on the hate thing. Cause maybe bail. I want to bail the podcast. Hold out on, hold on, hold on. I know, I know. And I'm, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, but I remember, I, I want to retract something maybe just a little bit. I said, I don't hate Julian, but if you look into it a little bit more, hate is just a love disappointed. Ooh. That's you, Don, Don docu series, mini docu series. Don Henley of the Eagles. Hate is just a love disappointed because the opposite of hate is. I just want to know the opposite of love is hate, Jack, right? You decided to get so close to the camera for telling us that love is hate. Thank um, you. Love is just a hate disappointed. Hate is just a different form of love. The opposite of love is apathy, when you just don't give a hoot. The Eagles anyway, are so old. The Eagles social, are. That, that'll be the social media clip. Thank you. The Eagles are so old. It's so old, man. Well, one of them's dead. Like 20-year-old and being like, who did he just talk about? What's like, wrong with the Eagles? Dude, if you don't like the Eagles, Glenn Fry, RIP, brother. Yeah, okay, RIP to a lot of old people, Jack. <laughs> let's, okay, let's go you real don't, quick. Wait, do you not about, like the you, – You don't like the Eagles? RIPs, power they mean nothing to me. They're from the 70s. The, uh, the 70s right. were 100 years ago. Think about how long ago the 70s were. Yeah, okay. you were born in it. No, no, I was born in the eighties. You were born in the eighties. Decade yeah. correct in your career. What year? What year were you born? Eighty-one. 
Think okay. about think about this though, Jack. The 70s were what, 50 years ago? <laughs> yeah. So if we're in college in the 2000s and some guys trying to get me hyped about a band from the 50s, get out of here. I'm I could not be more bored with the band you're talking about. What's the oldest musician you listen to regularly? Um, Weezer. They're my favorite band of all time. But Weezer's the oldest band I listen to. All right. I mean, I they're, they're, they're I don't I respectfully years, disagree with you. They're thirty years old, Jack. That's but so you love cool. okay. You love country music. You work at I a do. country music station. I do. I would venture a guess and say who do who Morgan Whalen's like your number one right now. Oh, right? Morgan Wallen. He's got thirty six songs coming. Whatever. Out Morgan Wallen, Smallin. Who cares? I bet if we had Morgan Wallen on right now, he mm. would he would be disgusted by your Eagles disrespect. He was probably hugely influenced by the Eagles, right? Fact or fiction? No. What? Fiction. Fiction. He's twenty some years old, Jack. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah, he writes. He has an old Jack, soul. You're pretty, you're, you're pretty far off on this one, I think. Do you think so? Yeah, I he's think in the 90s. he's 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 gonna say he just had a, a commentary. One of his writers was like they were talking about how Charles Kelly from Lady A from two thousand nine. Them. Yeah. I Whoa. Think. He wait. He talked about how Lady Antebellum. Influence. The guy, that's the lead weird. singer, is like, yeah, a lady. They're not Lady Antebellum anymore. Oh, but that's sorry. 2009. They were young. They were they, they're 16 years old, Jack. I bet Morgan W. If we're going you're, Lady A, Morgan you are W. Showing your true Spokane colors, where it's like 1995 Mariners. <laughs> Mariners when they didn't have internet. Okay, well, let's talk more about life without internet. The that's Eagles, wild. Matt. How's the Eagles are doing for you. Yeah. The Eagles matter today as much as they ever have. That's my stance. Okay, I love that. Now, can I ask you a question? Yeah, you wanted to wrap it up, but I, well, I took. I know, I love what we did there. I love. We needed to give something. We needed. To, I, Christian smiled, and he's got unbelievable teeth. Like Christian's got a perfect set of teeth. I'm so jealous of him smiling. Let's move on. Let's. What, what do you got? How's your dating world? Oh, my dating world. I gosh, every time you ask this, well, I mean, you know, you know how it goes with me. I'm, I'm a series of like three to four month relationships, and I move on. Yep. So where are we at right now? Probably two months. And you're dating someone right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. So I didn't say anything really stupid. Um, how's it going? Have you kissed her on the lips yet? <laughs> yeah. But remember, like, these recordings live in perpetuity. This isn't, like, on the air and off like you're used to. I'm all, you can go find every episode of the Jane Kevin true. that I've been on on the podcast. I've, I've cataloged my entire many relationships uh, in fact, there's times best of clips play from a long time ago. And I'm like, Ooh, I might want to take that one out of the ro the rotation there. With my <laughs> wife listening. But uh, Christian, you're a married man, right? You just said that married to an elementary teacher. Congratulations on that. I've been meaning to send you the gift, by the way. Sorry. It. It's hard to remember the dating world. Sometimes Jack, when you're in the middle of the marriage world. So sometimes I like to hear your, your wild stories. I like to hear like what happens with dating. You also like, you also like watching me squirm when there's a record button on. I do. I do because so, you're so and, about so many things. It's like you're able to to talk about uh, your thoughts on a college basketball player. And I appreciate your honesty about it because you do stuff that I don't think a lot of people are willing to do. I think the Julian thing, I appreciate you doing it because I don't think a lot of people have the cojones to do it. Yeah, move on, move on. But you don't do it when it comes to the dating world. And that drives me insane. It's like, okay, 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 okay. I don't okay. Let me ask you this. Guy. Let me ask you this. At what point with Anna, did you start referring to her as your girlfriend or fiance on the show? What what point dating was? We were probably about a month in. You were a month in? 
that's we, early. Well, we were long distance, so we knew like oh, she wasn't point, listening. You're yes, that and you're talking when you date someone long distance. You're I believe it's like every month is like eight years. When you're yeah. long distance, everything you do hanging out is just talking. That's true. So you don't get to just go to a movie and be quiet, or you don't get to do any of that stuff. You're just talking anytime you're together. Interacting, yeah. And so you learn so much more about someone long distance. So we about a month in. But then the second I proposed to her, we talked about that because we had to talk about well, proposing is one thing, but like but we talked about dating early. It's uh, you want to live. Did you refer to her? Did you did you use her name or would you say my girlfriend this, my girlfriend that on the show? I I would say Anna Johnson. No, you would not. Anna Marie Johnson. No, you wouldn't. No, I didn't. I would just call her Anna. Speaking of Anna Marie Johnson, I'm going to spoke uh Spokane. I'm going to Nashville in three months. I need some Rex. I need some Rexy Rex. You say two weeks, I'm gonna be there also, and we could die there are you yeah we would die together speaking we almost, die, we almost die in my neighborhood which is the most boring place in the world if we were in nashville together it would we it would be the last of us not <laughs> like the show but like actually the last of us living we had an afternoon um fun nashville's great you're gonna nashville is one of the best cities uh, in the world and that's gonna be a fun thing we will have plenty of wrecks for you please my, my wife figures out when you're going to be there, even though she did scream at you once. She loves you dearly. She'll probably try to figure out a way to get there. Yeah, I am there Juneteenth weekend. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, on their it's Thursday cool through Christian, have you, have you been there? No. What, do you listen to music or do you just listen to people talking from Syracuse? Like you just listen to great voices. No, I listen to plenty of music to offset the amount of talking that I have to do on a daily basis with podcasts. Okay, cool. Anything from the 70s? A if little there, bit. If there Do you is, listen? if there is, it's not off the. I can't recall it off the top of my head as being identifiably from the seventies. Do you listen um, to? Do you do you listen to uh, Morgan Woolen? Oh. No. No. I know. Speaking of uh, skeletons in the closet, Morgan. We tried to cancel Morgan Whalen, and we didn't. Hence my my aptitude against listening to him. Uh, oh, here we go. We're an hour in just now. No, getting- it's it. That's a that's fair. That's totally fair. It's that uh, that's that was sort of a big deal, sort of a very very big deal. There, I don't even know the whole context. Of artists that I don't have to support this particular one that has that particular view about a subset of the human race that I tend to particularly like. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, we uh, that's that's a huge 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 struggle, and it was a really big struggle working in the country music world. What do you say about Syracuse grads? Exactly. subset of the human race he was accurate about him but everyone was ticked off he's like syracuse sucks they're a bunch of, elite, <laughs> a bunch of elitist northeastern pricks mm-hmm. uh-huh. with uh-huh. great hair but okay if the scale is who's the perfect human that never says anything wrong like tom hanks that's one side jesus okay jesus on one side and kanye on the other where does morgan fall man that's really tough, Jack. That's really tough. Like in the PR oh. department. Jesus has great PR people. Kanye, the best PR people in the world can fix his problems. It's probably not great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Something to think about. I'm trying to think of country music who would be the most clean one, but 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one of my, my, Rudy? my, my Dar- one of my wife's artists, Darius Rucker, Jordan Davis. You're, yeah. You got to go way, Jack, you got to go way more modern. You got to go Casey Musgraves or something. What's like wrong that. with, hmm. just, what's wrong with Hootie? Oh, does, does Hootie not so matter? Old. It's does Darius Rucker not matter. He's even in the beginning of the outer limits of the conversation in terms of what's relevant and matters cultural reference wise. I, I, like- I do feel like Jack needs to reset his, his <laughs> era barometer a little bit. I love Tim McGraw. Yeah. Tim McGraw's great. Nineties. Um, Jody Messina. We've talked about Jody Messina. How much I love Jody Messina. Nineties. Yeah, who sings? Who sings? Who sings Independence Day? Slim. That's my jam. Martina McBride. Martina McBride. Nineties. Yeah. Nineties. I appreciate well, these seventies, man. Is she touring? Martina McBride. When's when's her know. next album dropping? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Look at Christian taking his headphones off and leaving the studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. We were supposed to go thirty minutes. We went an hour. Sorry. We cut uh, into no, 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 no. Congratulations, Sorry, Rob. 5,000 babies. Catch dick out. 5,000 babies. Do you ever get intimidated or. Um, by, by Rob? By Rob. He's got twice your kids and double the baby mamas, too. Okay. That's really <laughs> very funny. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. And I'm going to just keep my mouth shut because it's his podcast, but I've got billions of thoughts. Uh, um, I'm jealous because I feel like he. I have one job and two kids and I never have time for those two things. And Rob has 6,000 jobs. Yeah, he does. Four kids somehow juggles all of it. Still has great energy. Still takes time to call friends and check in. Uh, and apparently coaches five-year-olds or whatever he's doing on the side. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Or, uh, seventh, is it seventh graders? I don't remember what it is, but it the dude's matter. insane. The dude's insane. Yeah. Sure is. Uh, Christian, any closing thoughts? Hard out at, uh, at that half hour mark. How did your um, first date with Slim go? Enjoyed it. Looking do you get, by the way, returns. I know. But, but, we'll, we'll, but we'll block off significantly more time in my daily schedule uh, for this version of the show than the you and Rob version of the show. Over, Christian, I will provide you a better show next time. I promise you that. Oh, this you know what? Fantastic show. This has been a fantastic freeform show. It, uh, it was yes, my Jeff. fault. It was my fault because I was going to do the, the like, uh, over under this blah 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 who won the season most improved but i was like you know it's slim every time we try to do this it's just anton, better to, anton, it's just won better to anton won the season anton won the season anton won the season zag mvp this year anton won the season okay real quick over under two and a half blind dates you've been on in your life christian go under uh slim go um zero so under you've never been on a blind date no, i have not oh okay i was gonna say the worst part is after the fact, going back to the mutual party that set you up and like giving a report card oh. to that person because you know the other side's doing the same thing. I used to hate that. I've been on one. I have been on one. I forgot. She's part of the friend group now. So I forgot that's kind of how it all started. Yeah. yeah. It was there, it's, it's terrible because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, they are going to have things to say about me to oh. our mutual friend. Yeah. Like, what am I going to say? Yeah. I just kind of knew at that time of the, my life, I was the problem in most things. <laughs> so you kind of go to your friends knowing you're the problem. It's like, she didn't do anything wrong. I'm just the problem. And they're like, yeah, we already knew that. Um, like, okay. Well, I was the problem That's- today. Okay. Thank you. Christian, you're not the problem be ever. Uh, he is dying to go do arts and crafts and stuff. Kick no, darn we, We've got, we just, uh, uh, Dick Al and the Chicago state coach have been on hold for about 15 minutes now. And, uh, have they really? Yeah. Tell Dan, I tell Dan that I had a half hour window blocked off like I always do for this show. Wait, 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 wait. Christian, tell Dan that's on me. Tell Danny Boyd that's on that's on me. We tip off against Chicago State in like 10 minutes. 
no, like I they sent me a video. Oh, they, got they, it, got it. Oh, whatever. To, to get whatever. Okay, News well, flash. No, we won. Yeah, we beat him. Text, text Dan. Tell him that I I apologize. That one's on me, Dick. I apologize. It's all good. All right. Bye, boys. Adios, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.